Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. You have your host today, Devin, and then we've got a special guest today. we got JT joining us today. JT, how are you doing today? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm doing well. Hey, thanks, man, for joining in. I know uh, Caleb wasn't able to make it today, so it's uh, good to have another voice on here with me. First thing before we get started today, we want to go ahead and um, offer our condolences out. Um, yesterday, we lost an... Uh, you know, great football player, yeah. just a great leader, um, very good individual. Um, Dwayne Haskins, um, right before the age of 25, um, struck by a vehicle and uh, is no longer with us. So we just want to offer our condolences out to, you know, his uh, friends and family, his teammates. Um, I know I've seen videos posted from uh, Chase Claypool um, talking about how they had just thrown together, you know, how he's pretty upset. And JT, I think you said you mentioned um, Paris Campbell. Paris post- Campbell, yeah. Hate to see anybody go, you know, from this world, especially at such a young age, especially someone that was just such a great leader and just offered so much to the game, offered so much just as an individual. So, you know, uh, rest in peace there, Dwayne. In other news, uh, NFL rule change. We finally got something a little different. Yeah, um, interesting. Only affects playoffs, which is still, you know, good. You know, maybe we'll see if it goes into the regular season. Um, but, you know, now we get to see both teams in playoffs um, time. In overtime, both teams get the ball. Absolutely. You know, so we finally don't have to worry about it coming down to a 50-50, you know, who wins the coin toss. You know, so that's nice to see that the teams finally came to it. And I believe they said it was a 29-3 to voting. So, you know, it's good to see that we, yeah. you know, finally had teams come to an agreement that we needed to see some change here with this. Yep. Um, and then as far as any kind of, like, monster news goes, um, it's very simple. Um, haven't really had a lot going on. Um, only big, you know, news going on is we've had Tiger Woods, you know, in the Masters, you know, made the final cut. Um, obviously not football news, but it's still pretty great at his age to see him, you know, out there performing great. Um, Bobby Wagner signed a deal. Um, I believe it was what a five-year deal with the Rams. I believe so. Um, so you know that you know you lose Von Miller, you know, going to Buffalo. You bring in another big leader like yep. you know Wagner. So that's a great fit. Um, you just can't buy leadership, you know, like, yeah, I mean, obviously you can, but you know, you, you can't, you can't get a guy like Wagner replaced. You know, I hated seeing the Seahawks let him go, especially the way they did. We know we've kind of talked about that, but I think that's a great defense for him to step in and really be able to do something. But today we're going to go ahead and do something a little different for you. Um, I know last year I had a few with some of my friends. They do their startup dynasty drafts before the rookie drafts. They want to go ahead and get their team kind of together, see what kind of needs they're going to need. That way they can kind of fit something in with the rookie draft. So me and JT today decided to go ahead and sit down. We pulled up a mock draft, and we wanted to kind of give a little uh, perspective from uh, different draft positions. So we did a startup fantasy 10-man league. We did um, 12 rounds. So that way um, we're doing no kickers, defense, anything like that. Just your basic quarterback, two running backs, two wide receiver, tight end, and two flex spots. And then I think that gave us a couple spots there on the bench. And we just wanted to kind of give a little take on where some players went, what we were thinking, where we took them. Um, I went with the one spot. JT went the 10 spot just so we can kind of give perspective, you know, front end of the draft, back end of the draft. Just kind of let you guys kind of see what we were thinking and what we would kind of do in these situations. 
Um, I will say this is my first mock draft of the season. I definitely felt rusty. Got to get a lot more of these in. And obviously, yeah, I know, you know, I know me, JT, me and Caleb and JT, all three of us, we're going to, you know, really dive into these mocks and, you know, really get going because I know we have another startup league coming up that we're getting ready to try and get going and some other things. So we want to make sure we, you know, take advantage of them. That's what we're here for. We want to help you guys too. Heck yeah. So uh, with further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into what we did here. So with that 1-1 one, one spot, I went ahead and, of course, you know, as you guys have known, if you've listened for a while, I'm a little bit of a Jonathan Taylor fan. Plus, I mean, who better than RB1 from last year going into his third year? You know, why not go for him? So I took Taylor there in that first spot. Um, Najee Harris went next, then Dalvin Cook. Um, Jefferson, so was the first wide receiver off the board there at pick four. Um, CMC at five, you know, hopefully he can stay healthy. That's a great pick getting him at five. I mean, we've had him at the one, one spot for what the past, like three seasons. So, you know, get that five spot. If he can stay healthy, great pick another wide receiver off the board, Jamar chase, you know, it's really nice to see this, uh, you know, new faces finally going off the board. You know, it's not Tyree kills the first wide receiver, Devontae Adams, like every single year. Then we had a little bit of a running back run, you know, um, pick seven, we had Swift. Uh, pick eight was Kamara. Pick nine was Henry. And then, JT, what were you thinking when you came up on your pick here at 10? Austin Eckler was my pick uh, for my uh, 110. Uh, at the turn, though, uh, I was really excited to grab uh, Williams, Javante Williams, Yeah. Um, with, with a clear path uh, for the starting role. I think he's going to skyrocket. Yeah. And, I mean, for me, being in the 10 slot – those two are kind of interchangeable for me right now uh, because I am so pumped about Javante and just the potential that he has. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you there. I mean, Javante's a great pickup, uh, especially Dynasty startup. I mean, even if Melvin comes back this season, yeah. which, you know, we still don't know what that's going to be, um, Javante's definitely going to be one leading that backfield. We already started to see him kind of take over some. Uh, towards the end of the season. And uh, I mean, really, really strong pick there. Eckler, especially in a PPR league, you know, you can't go wrong. Um, you know, he he hits all aspects of it. He's a great rusher. Absolutely. He, he does great in that receiving game, you know, for Herbert to have someone to dip off to. Um, great pick there. At the second pick in the uh, second round there, we had Devontae Adams go in Cooper Cup. Two great receivers, you know. Obviously, Coop coming off one of the best seasons we've ever seen. You know, if this is a redraft league, do we see Cup go before Jefferson and Chase? I mean, it's possible, you know. So I'm really excited to hop into some of those drafts too. Yeah. Um, we had Chubb go with the fourth pick there. Tyreek Hill, fifth. Then we had the first quarterback off the board. And finally, it's not Mahomes. You know, I'm, I'm so glad to see people are finally giving the recognition needed to this guy. <laughs> Josh Allen went, you know, there at that uh, uh, pick. Then we had Debo Samuel. Um, great pick there. Um, I guess another piece of interesting news, I don't know if anyone has um, heard the news, Debo unfollowed and dropped, like, I want to say it was like 60-something pictures off of his uh, all social medias Sounds of him, familiar, right? right? Of, of him and off the San Francisco. So, you know, are we going to see this Debo departure? Are we going to see Debo maybe in green with the Jets? The Jets are really shopping for a good wide receiver. You know, we might see Debo in green. Um, CD Lamb, obviously a clear number one, especially with Cooper gone. I mean, that's a great pick there. And then, you know, the Mahomes pick, we knew it was going to come probably in the first couple rounds. Um, I completely get that. And then I had that 10th pick, you know, in the second round and I was looking and I'm, 
I'm not one of those no running back strategy guys. I mean, obviously, you guys know I took Taylor. You have to take Taylor in that spot, especially Dynasty. Absolutely. Um, but I was sitting there looking, and I was trying to debate how I wanted to go. I knew I had the next two picks, so I knew I was going to go running back wide receiver here. I went ahead and went Mixon first. Um, Mixon came off one of his first like healthy seasons in a while. Yep. It looked solid all year. Um, you know, he's, he's great in the receiving game when they utilize him. He's a great rusher. Um, just really fit that role that you want in that dynasty, um, to have that, you know, almost seasoned veteran that really is going to help get the points and do stuff for you. And then I was kind of torn on this next one. Um, we still had some great receivers on the board. I even was sitting there debating Kyle Pitts. I mean, he's a generational talent, you know, and I was kind of really thinking, you know, with what Delaney Walker and um, Mariota did, that maybe we could see that same production, especially since there's really no options in Atlanta. Um, I decided to go ahead and go wide receiver here. I didn't want to let all the wide receivers drop since I'm not going to have a pick for a while. So I went ahead and went A.J. Brown here. Uh, Brown's still, what, going into his fourth or fifth year. Super good wide receiver. Right, yeah. You know, just got to learn under Julio Jones a little bit. You know, he even thanked Julio, talking about that. And, I mean, he's in a great offense that still has to – have defenses stack the box to stop Henry. So that's always going to open that yep, game up for absolutely. him. Um, so after my pick, so second, we're in the third round here. The second pick went Diggs, of course, great wide receiver. Just got a big fat contract, probably going to end his career there in Buffalo now. Uh, DK Metcalf, really curious to see. I know we've talked about it a lot, see if he's going to be on the move, you know, or no, how no. they're going to utilize him. And who knows, Drew Luck likes to air it out. DK Metcalf could be do great there. Um Kind of a great value if he stays healthy here, but the fourth pick in the third round, we had Barkley coming off, what, a couple years ago, one of the best seasons. I mean, just great running back. Obviously, injury bug has been there. We had our first tight end go off the board then at pick five in the third here with Travis Kelsey. Um, Love that pick. I know he's getting older, but I mean, Kelsey, especially with the departure of Hill, Kelsey's going to demand, you know, tons of targets. Consistency's always key. Um, And then... Of course, I didn't take him at that uh, 3-1 uh, spot, and here at the 3-6, Kyle Pitts goes off the board. Um, like I said, you know, I can't, I can't hate that pick at all. Um, in a dynasty league, I mean, that guy is a generational talent. He's almost more of a wide receiver than a tight end. Tight end is always a tough position, and now you've locked yourself in for, you know, possibly a decade of a great tight end here. So Absolutely. I love that pick. Antonio Gibson at the 3-7. And then Mark Andrews, once again, another great tight end. So, you know, can't hate that pick. The ninth one, I'm really curious to see. I know he played in um, the playoffs some and played in the Super Bowl. But Cam Akers, you know, he just he still doesn't look to have that explosiveness. Um, granted, he came back from that ACL tear faster pretty much than I think I've ever seen anyone do yeah. it. So was he 100%? You know, we're, you know, we don't know. So I'm really curious to see. I mean, if he's the Cam Akers of old, great pick there. But it's yeah. going to be really interesting to see. Then JT coming in at the 310 spot here, we had your pick. And uh, what were you thinking here? I grabbed Waddle. Um, he was he was one of the uh, few wide receivers. I was ready to go wide receiver, obviously, after going to running back, back-to-back. Uh and Waddle, I've just I've loved watching him. Uh, just the way he plays, the way he looks on the field. Um, so I was I was pretty happy with with him being there and pretty confident there. Uh, as you're going to see later on, uh, my wide receivers are pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if that bites me in a startup. Um, well, I know me and Caleb have talked about it. I mean, you went Waddle there. Um, I you know I can't hate the pick. Dude's fast. You know, very good. 
obviously there's still questions around Tua, you know, as far as arm strength yeah, and stuff true. like that goes. Did it quite like did it stop you almost from wanting to go Waddle with the you know arrival of Tyree Kill there? Did that almost want you to like not go that route, or does that almost open the field more for Waddle in your eyes? I I feel like it opens it up for sure. I mean, there's definitely it's gonna it's gonna take away from him, but that connection. Say what you want about Tua, um, but it seemed like that connection was there last year, in my opinion, between the two of them. The next I went with uh, with Herbert. I like him. I really do. Um, and I did not see anybody of that caliber that I felt was worth bringing on uh, going to be there when my time came back around. Yeah, no, uh, Herbert, great young um, quarterback. I'm 99% sure I'd have to go back and look through my leagues. But I think every dynasty league that I'm in, I'm pretty sure I own I Herbert. Yeah, I, I, I grabbed my shares of Herbert. Um yep. Obviously, didn't draft him, and, and some of my leagues that you know from before picked him up off the waiver when the whole Tyrod Taylor thing. But man, Herbert is just taking the you know the football world by storm. He is a great quarterback. He has great weapons there. Um, that defense got bolstered for him now. I, yeah. I just I'm really excited to see what Herbert does through his career. Absolutely. Um, now we're going into the uh, second pick of the fourth round. I, I I'm not a fan of this pick. Me and Caleb have talked about it too. Um, but Zeke Elliott. Um, he's just not the Zeke of old anymore. I know. His explosiveness isn't there um, with the, you know, emergence of uh, Tony Pollard as well. Absolutely. Um, like, I, I feel like Pollard needs to be the, the one guy in that backfield now and then almost use Zeke for those short-yarded situations where he can just have those bursts and not really use himself up. I think that would almost utilize Zeke better at this point in his uh, career. Um, I definitely would not go Zeke. I mean, obviously, if I can get him in, like, maybe the fifth or sixth round, I might grab him. But this early and even the fourth with some of these other running backs that we're going to say here, I just don't know how I feel about that. I mean, he could still have a great year, but we'll see. Isn't it crazy, though, how, how far he's fallen? I mean, last year, wasn't he up? In- he was in the, like, you would get him yeah. late first round, maybe yeah. second round. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it is finally, you know, people are starting think, to kind I of... I think people are seeing it. Yeah, they're, they're seeing that he is aging a little bit, yeah. and, you know, he just isn't that explosive self and like I said Pollard just really you know commands it I mean even here at this pick here I mean I know he's had some health issues here and there um but especially with the departure of Adams and some other things in there um Aaron Jones I would have took Jones over you know Zeke here so um Jones goes at the 4-3 spot um I love this next pick obviously it's going to really depend on what Trubisky can do or what quarterback they bring in and how he ends up coming into the offense but Deontay Johnson has been one of my favorite wide receivers to watch the past few years. His hands are insane, at least last year. I know he had some drop issues two years ago, um, but, I mean, he's just a killer wide receiver, and I'm really excited to see, especially with the departure of Juju, him and Claypool, what they're really going to do in that yeah. offense, and they have Fryermuth as well. I think that offense could really be something special. Um, we'll just have to see what quarterback they draft, how Trubisky does. You know, We'll go from there. J.K. Dobbins at the 4-5. I don't hate that pick. Dynasty, very good running back. Just going to have to see how he comes back from that injury. Um, David Montgomery went next. Um, Scary Terry, great pick. You know, um, I think this might be one of the best seasons that Scary Terry is going to have. Obviously, as Colts fans, we know the Carson Wentz project. But Wentz did make Michael Pittman, you know, phenomenal last year. Which, Pittman's good, don't get me wrong. But lit him up for what, like fourteen hundred yards, um, and so, yeah. you know, so and sca- so scary Terry's gonna, you know, he's gonna eat this year, and so I'm really excited to see that. 
Um, then we had Kittle and Waller back to back. You know, great picks, tight end position. There's only, what, about four of them that are just fantastic picks year in and year out that you know are going to score you consistent points. So, you know, I love those picks. Then it came to me here at the 410, and I was looking. Obviously, I've got back-to-back picks. I already have two running backs. I have one wide receiver. So I knew I was going to go a receiver here because, once again, I just don't want to go too far back. Um, I just went ahead and just went with Kyler Murray first, though. I wanted to get a good quarterback, somebody that's got good uh, targets to throw to. So he's got DeAndre, you know, he's got Rondell Moore, you know, Zach Ertz. He's got some good options to go to there. And I just really like the fact that he has the the legs that he does. You know, he can really run, stretch the field, um, and he's young, you know. So, you know, great person to have there in that dynasty startup. And then I came up for my receiver spot, and I was looking at some of the other guys. You know, Keenan Allen, Hopkins were still on the board. Um, Moore, DJ Moore might have been a better a better pick here, um, but I went ahead and went Chris Godwin. Um, Godwin's still a great pick. There's a lot of options in that Tampa Bay offense, and the thing is, we don't know if Brady's got one year left, two years. How's Kyle Trask, if that's the quarterback options they go to afterwards, how's he going to you know fit into that offense? So you know we'll see in the long run how Godwin is, but at least for this first startup year, it's really going to work out well for me. Um, and then we had a pretty big, uh, you know, wide receiver, as I stated, um, we're still left, but then Keenan Allen went off at the five, two Hopkins at the five, three T Higgins at the five, four. Um, I love all those picks. I know a lot of people sometimes want to avoid those veteran players in dynasty. Um, but Keenan Allen, Deandre Hopkins, consistent players, even with Deandre having a off season last year with some injuries and this and that he's still one of the best hands in the game and him and Kyler Murray still have that great connection. So it's going to go well. T Higgins. I mean, you know, we saw him go off in the super bowl, super young receiver. He's going to be the number two in that offense, obviously behind um, Jamar chase, but Higgins is still because of that going to open up that downfield for him. Uh, Five, five Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, not a bad pick with in the later rounds here. I'm just not a Hilaire fan. I mean, they brought in Ronald Jones for a reason. They're clearly not a Hilaire fan. So, you know, it's interesting to see how that goes. DJ Moore went off there at the 5'6", Jackson at the 5'7", Etienne at the 5'8", Josh Jacobs at the 5'9", and then at the 5'10 here. So you've got two running backs, a wide receiver, and a quarterback. So what were you thinking coming into this spot? I took Devontae Smith with the next pick. Um, He did so well this season. But I, I truly, truly believe uh, he hasn't even hit his lid yet. I truly believe he's he's got a lot more potential. It's just whether um, they can kind of plug him in even more into the offense and uh, and get him some more more targets. I think the big thing they really need is that they can get that good number two option to really open yeah. it up and you know not let every defense just yeah. you know surround him. Yeah. Uh, and that's just going to help Jalen too, you know, because yeah. you know obviously we haven't seen a lot of belief in Jalen, so um, it, it'll be really interesting to see how that goes. Um, so now you come in after the Devonte pick, you're sitting there. What, what are you thinking coming into this one? So it was a little bit of a homer pick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, Pittman, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., uh, man, I, I'll speak for myself. I He's one of my favorite players to watch. Um, I, being a Colts fan, yes, but um, just he finds the ball. Yeah. You put it in his area. I mean, Carson Wentz, love him to death, but uh, it wasn't always truly accurate. Uh, and, and somehow Pitt came down with the ball uh, more times than not and – and I give him, I give him credit. I'm excited to see Matt Ryan come in. 
and uh, just see what what they can uh, drum up. I'm excited to see. Um, I'm going, getting ready to go on a Coltran here, but <laughs> see who they can. It, it's kind of it's kind of the uh, Smith. It's kind of the Devonte Smith story. It's if they can bring in a complimentary piece. Uh, I really think it'll open up uh, the game for both of them, yeah. uh, for Pittman and Smith, both um, in on their respectable teams. So, anyway, those I went wide receiver, wide receiver, back to back. I don't hate that picks at all with the wide receiver, especially with the young wide receivers you got. You know, dynasty. They are so young. you, you, you got to think about that too. Um, Burrow goes here at the six-two um, spot. Um, I absolutely love Joey Bur- Burrow. You know, I mean, he's yeah, lights out. I mean, he played great. Goes into a Super Bowl here a year off of a major injury. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he he's going to have a great career, and him and Jamar Chase are just starting to really get going even more. And so, they're bringing in a line. They're yeah. bringing in, they're they they bringing stack in that line up. Line they find they they're taking what the Colts did wrong with yeah. Luck, and they're they're making sure yeah. they don't let that happen. You know, oh. and I love that for him. Um, my steal of this draft. Um, I don't know. I guess I wanted to get Godwin because I didn't want to go too many running backs. And I'm looking here. Leonard Fournette at the 6-3. You got Ronald Jones departed. We have a new head coach there who wants to run the ball. You have Tom Brady coming back, um, who is definitely aging. You know, doesn't have much zip on the ball. We don't know if Gronk's going to return yet, what's going to happen. But, I mean, as a Colts fan, you know, me and JT, we got to see Fournette lit us up last year for four touchdowns in one game. Yeah. I mean, killer running back. Yeah. Still has a lot. There's a reason he was the a, a first-round pick, you know. Yeah. I mean, he is a killer running back. And at that 6-3, I think that's a great pick. Then we had TJ Hawkinson, another great tight end. Um, I think especially with the options they have now, with Amon Ra, with DJ Chark, um, Goff, Swift coming back healthy. If Hawkinson can come back healthy, I think that's going to be a really scary offense. It's going to go from what the two and fourteen record they have to. I think they're going to completely flip that that team around. Yeah. Um, then we had Evans, Judy, Elijah Moore, Dak Prescott, James Conner. Um, so I came up here at the six ten spot, and I was trying to debate. I wanted to either grab me a wide receiver, or running back. I've got back to back picks, so I was just trying to figure out exactly what I want. I wanted to do here. And I went ahead and went, speaking of him there, just as I was, Amon Ra finished the season absolutely insane. And now that DJ Chark's there too, Swift coming back, I think that's just going to open the field for him more. Super young guy, kind of like you went with your young guys. So I went there. And then there wasn't a lot of great running backs left that I really liked here. Um, There was a couple. This guy had great flashes throughout the season last year, and I think with some of the moves they've made this offseason, he's going to be a great fit, especially if they can find another uh, wide receiver like they're shopping. Um, I went Michael Carter. Um, So, you know, another great young running back. Him and um, Javante did really great there at North Carolina, and I'm really excited to see what he can continue doing going forward. He's a smaller body, but he still just runs fierce, you know, so I'm really excited to see what he does. Um... Then we had Amari Cooper, Ayuk, and man, it's so crazy seeing this guy drop this far because even last year, with not knowing if he was going to play or not, he went so early in drafts. Uh, Michael Thomas at the 7-4. And if he can come back healthy with Winston airing that ball out, I mean, he could easily take over that wide receiver one spot. I mean, I'm really excited to see what he can do this year. Then we had Sanders. And, um, you know, not a terrible pick here at 7-6 um, for what he's going to do. Deshaun Watson, you know, all the way in the seventh round. 
Um, obviously, he's probably going to face a pretty hefty suspension this season. Um, but, you know, this is a dynasty league. He's still young. You know, I think that's a good pick. A.J. Dillon. Absolutely love Dillon. Um, obviously, I think Dillon's biggest downfall, Aaron Jones. I like that pick. They still utilize him in that offense. And especially now with them hurting a wide receiver, they could kind of shift it up and we could see a little more Dillon action here. Jalen Hurts. I know Philadelphia is not sold on him. Great, great quarterback when it comes to fantasy. So I like that pick. Then Marquise Brown went. Um, JT, now we're coming up on you here at the 710 spot. What were you thinking here? I grabbed I grab Claypool here. I feel like the Steelers have just done a really good job spreading it around. I know that comes down to Trubisky uh, can just kind of fall in line and, and carry on and see the true potential that he truly has in front of him for weapons. I mean, he's man, he's blessed with some weapons over there. Yeah. So uh, at the turn, I went a little of a reach in, in where uh, Gusecki was. I think there was consistency there, too. Yeah. I, I feel like the value, it was a reach. It was, but, I mean, at the tight end position, I can see why you're doing I, it. I was pretty um, A lot of the big tight ends were off the board. You yeah. don't want to go even further down and get a stretch. Um, I don't hate the Gasecki pick there. Great hands. Um, once again, that offense is getting spread out now with everything, so it's really going to open up that short game for yeah. him. Maybe even those, you know, those uh, vultured touchdowns off of a long run off Waddle yeah. or something. You know, Damian Harris here at the eight uh, two. Then we had Mooney, Mike Williams, which Mike Williams at the eight four. I mean, that's a great pick too. I mean. Dude, is, if, if he can is, stay healthy, I mean, is. Herbert loves Mike Williams. You know, and Keenan Allen's obviously the one always drawing the coverage. Um, then we had James Robinson, Hunter Renfro, which I really like me some Renfro this year. I think that could be a really sneaky pick late in your drafts. Um, Dallas Godair, right? Godair? I always Goddard. forget. Goddard. Goddard, yeah. Goddard. I, I always want to, like, for yeah. some reason, like, French it out a little <laughs> reason for some reason. Yeah. But uh, Goddard, you know. Um, then we had Elijah Mitchell and Kareem Hunt. Hunt going that late, I mean, that's crazy. And even Elijah it Mitchell, is. I think both those are going to be good picks. Um, obviously, Hunt still scared me. He came off a little bit of an injury last year. And then, I mean, of course, he has Chubb in front of him. you know. So, But it seems like him and Chubb do better when they're both in the game. So if they can both stay healthy, that's a great pickup there late in the eighth. Um, kind of like you here. I was looking at the tight end board. And um, a lot were off, was off the board here. And um, I just, with the fact that in Seattle, it sounds like they're going Drew Locke. No kidding. And I, I don't get it, but you still have Metcalf. You still have Lockett. You know, you still have some great options there. You have Noah Fant. And the one thing about that's nice about Fant is he has a rapport with Locke. Yeah. So as I'm looking at this, they're talking about wanting to use him more in the downfield. You know, Fant came out and complained about how he didn't feel like he got utilized correctly. And I'm just I was looking here with what was really left. There's one other guy. Um, he actually goes in the next round um, in Friermuth, and then Dalton Schultz was the other one that I was yep. kind of debating. Yep. And I just I don't know with that rapport and stuff. At least for this, and he's young. I, I took a chance on Fant. I know that's not going to be a lot of people's favorite pick, but I did. Um, coming into the turn there, I was looking, and I had, you know, I have four pretty good receivers, and I was looking, Tyler Lockett was still there, and I almost, you know, took that option, or even Brandon Cooks, who can still throw in, you know, some great 1,000-yard seasons, doesn't matter who his quarterback is. But I'm just very intrigued by this guy, 
with what he's done in the past and where he now landed. And I went with Allen Robinson here. Yeah, you've been you've been big on. Yeah, I, I was big on him last year, and now with Stafford throwing to him, him that new two number two option with yeah. Robert Woods' departure, I think Cooper Cup is going to command so much more of the defense attention after the year he had. I think Robinson's going to have a killer year, so I'm really excited to see that. Then we had Lockett, Sutton, and another young quarterback that kind of surprised me that dropped this far with a lot of the young quarterbacks with these being startup leagues. Trey Lance went. Trey Lance, yeah. Tony Pollard at the 9-5. And that could be another one of those, kind of like I was saying with um, Fournette. That could be a steal of a draft. Because, I mean, Paul, Pollard is uh, really good. and We're just uh, injury from Zeke away from Pollard just being a uh, true number one running back, you know. Juju Smith, that that could be a good spot because if they don't go and get something in the draft, I mean, that's a number one wide receiver in the ninth round. You know, like that, that could be a good spot for them. Brandon Cooks, Thielen. Fryermuth went off the board. So now here we're at the 9-10. And JT, what were you thinking here? Uh, I obviously had to grab a running back here. Yeah, because you're just still setting it. Yeah, just the two yeah. running backs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had I had two going into this round. Um, so I knew I had to go go there. Um, I went with Chuba Hubbard. Um, I, I truly believe um, McCaffrey's going to get moved. Um, that's just my opinion. And you may feel differently. Um, Even if they don't move him, is he going to be able to make it through a season anymore? You know, like that's the yeah. big thing for me is yeah. that that hamstring just does not want to seem to stay together for no, him. You it know, does not. so no. Okay, and then you went with Tony. Tony had some good flashes there. Um, I'm not sold on Daniel Jones. You know, I they seem to be. Um, I, I don't hate the Tony pick. He had a couple really really good games. Um, what he even threw, he threw a touchdown last year too, right? I think so. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, um, and he's young, you know, you definitely have a very young wide receiver core. I'll give you that. It seems, it seems like they're uneasy with the quarterback position there in, 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 uh, New York, but hopefully, uh, hopefully that will get figured out. And I, I think, I think Tony has, has a future there. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. No, agreed. Um, then after that, we went into Chase Edmonds, um, Cordell Patterson, uh, Rashad Bateman, I love that pick at the 10 spot. I think Bateman's going to have a really good year. Um, you know, he's now going to have a full season off of that injury. I'm excited for him. Miles Gaskin, I'm avoiding that backfield at all costs with Chase yeah. Edmonds, Gaskin, and Mostert. And I don't want him part of that. Um, obviously, this is a startup, so this pick's not terrible if he does come back. But Calvin Ridley went at the 10 6. Um, Chris Carson, Odell Beckham, and Michael Gallup. I was looking at my team here. I only had three running backs, so I wanted to go ahead and bolster that running back position a little more. And I was looking, and Rashad Penny was still there. Um, obviously, if Caleb was here, Caleb is going to be listening to this episode going, what do you mean Penny went at the 10 spot? Like He's so big on Penny, and I do like Penny. He's a great young option, and so I had to go here with him. And uh, at the turn here, I was like, okay, I only have the one quarterback. Let's go ahead and get somebody different, You know, kind of change of pace. And I was like, you know what? Let's go Russell Wilson. You know, somebody that's, you know, seasoned. And I, I just, I like the Wilson pick. He's going to do well in Denver, I think. Yeah, I agree. So um, then Rodgers, Dawson Knox. It was actually a tight end I kind of forgot about there for a minute. He hasn't, he's, he had flashes of brilliance, but he just doesn't command that offense enough for targets for me. Stafford, Fields, Schultz, Singletary. Um, we had uh, Lawrence. I I like the pick. I actually probably should have went Lawrence instead of Wilson just for age being a dynasty here. 
Um, Robert Woods, that's going to be a great pick there at the 11. And then coming up here at the 11-10, um, it looks like you went ahead and bolstered yourself with another quarterback. Yep, Mac Jones. Great pick. I actually really like your next pick, too. Um, you know, coming into the final round here, um, didn't expect to see this guy still on the board. Um, obviously, we know that this backfield likes to split touches a lot and stuff like that. We don't ever know who the true starter is going to be. Um, but I really like this pick here. With- yeah, it uh, New England's run, uh, run game, I mean, you never know what you're getting. But this guy has so much potential. I, I think he truly, if if he was, <laughs> if Belichick would give him the opportunity, I, I think he would just run away with it. No pun intended. Yeah, no, I, I agree there. Um, but yeah, Ramondre Stevenson here, you know, that's a great pick for you. Um, Julio Jones at the twelve-two, kind of um, could be a sneaky pick. We we don't know that he can stay healthy. We don't even know if he's going to sign anywhere. Honestly, I still see him ending up in Indy. Um, we'll see how that you know works out. Um, Alexander Madison. Um, not a terrible pick. As I'm looking through here, I didn't even realize this player went as late as he did. And at the 12-4, might be one of the best wide receivers still available there. Completely injured from week three on, I think it was last year. DJ Chark there in Detroit. Like, that that surprised me. I, I missed that one. Um, really surprising me. I think he's going to have a good year there. Um, I'm really excited to see. Um, Galladay. Then we had Zach Ertz. Melvin Gordon. Uh, Daryl Henderson, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, good pick there. And then I just wanted to have a little bit of fun here. I, I just went with Wilson. And um, coming off of with Wilson, I had the one tight end already. And I was just kind of looking around, and I wanted to play with something. You know, I wanted someone young. I wanted someone that could, you know, really step into that tight end position and maybe surprise us. I, I always try to get that one, like, dark horse in a draft every year. And I went with, I'm never going to be able to pronounce this guy's last name, but Albert Aquinbunum is how I'm going to say it. Sorry, Albert. I know that's wrong. Um, But they really want to serve him in that hybrid role, give him that wide receiver option, that tight end option, really use him downfield as well as the short game. He's got Wilson throwing to him. I mean, it's not like Bridgewater or Drew Locke are throwing to this guy. I agree. And, you know, I really, really think that he is going to step in and just have a killer year. Um, so, you know, with the last pick of the draft, that's who I decided to close it out with. All right, guys. Well, let us know what you think. Um, obviously, there were some guys there like DJ Chark that we probably should have grabbed, you know, earlier going in. But what did you guys think as far as that uh, mock draft goes? Was there anything that you think we did wrong? Was there any picks that you really loved that we did? You know, maybe somebody we grabbed late in the rounds. Um, just, yeah, please let us know. Um, as always, hit us up on our uh, socials. And make sure you catch into us later in the week. We're going to be talking about the prospect wide receivers coming up in the draft and we're getting close to that draft day guys so uh, we're super excited and uh, we hope you join us in the next episode Forgotten, creeping in the dark, waiting for you.